I don't give a damn whether the client understands that that's worth anything. It's the way I want to live my life. I want to make beautiful things, even if nobody cares. You are listening to Creatives Radio by Logo Inspirations. In this podcast, we tap into the minds of the most influential personalities in the creative space. My name is Jonathan Rudolph, and welcome to the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Skillshare. Skillshare is the Netflix of online learning with over 23,000 online classes to help you grow your brand. These classes range from design to business to technology and much more. Go to logoinspirations.co slash Skillshare to get two months free of Skillshare Premium. Hi everyone, welcome to Creatives Radio and this is episode 16 with Derek Stratton, aka Days Designs. Uh, Derek is a one-man studio and he's a professional when it comes to esports and mascot logo designs. Since drawing on notebooks in elementary school, he has been building his talent to become one of the most prolific designers in this niche. And today, he's a full-time freelancer, creating some of the best logo and brand identities pertaining to esports and mascot design. When he's not designing, you can find him making music and recording tutorials and speed art for his YouTube channel. Also, if you'd like to learn how to design like Derek, can begin by enrolling in the course that we collaborated on it's called the esports logo design course and if you head to logoinspirations.co slash esports logo and you use the promo code ep16 uh, all the, everybody who's listening to this episode right now and you use that code you're going to get 10 percent off so if you'd like to learn how to design amazing logos like derek head to the link i mentioned and use the promo code and then you can get started also before we get started it would mean so much if you could take a screenshot of wherever you're listening to the podcast and tag Derek at Days Designs, that's D-A-S-E Designs, and tag me at Logo Inspirations and post it on your Instagram stories and tell all your friends who love design. Uh, thanks, guys. Cheers. Cool. So the way I start the podcast is uh, with this question. Uh, it shows off everybody a bit. Um, what's, All right. what's one thing that people don't know about you? Hmm. One thing that people don't know about me. <laughs> That's probably a lot. <laughs> it's a really interesting question. One thing that people don't know about me. Dang. <laughs> There's so much to choose from. I don't know. Maybe one thing that they don't know about me. So I feel like one thing that my audience wouldn't know about me is that, um, I'm really insecure. Maybe they know that, maybe they don't. So I'll say that. Cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Sweet. Okay, uh, yeah. tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you got into design. So, yeah, man, um, you know, it all started back in elementary school <laughs> when I started drawing. That was really when I started drawing. Um, my sister, huge inspiration for me. Um, she was always, I remember, you know, I would come home from school and she's older than me. She was born in 1988 and I'm born in 95. So someone can do the math on that. But um, yeah. but yeah, so I remember, you know, my mom would like hang up her paintings on the walls and stuff. I'd be like, dang, man, it'd be so awesome if I could, you know, be that good to, you know, of a painter or an artist. And, you know, she was like really good at like, you know, just drawing things realistically and stuff like that. So she was like a huge inspiration. So yeah, you know, I started drawing heavily. You know, I would win like competitions, have my some little stuff up around the school. And yeah, you know, so fast forward years later, 
you know, um, I would be continue drawing and then I would stop. I remember I stopped for like years, probably after high school. Um, and then I took Ty Lopez's course. So whoever knows who he is, yeah, I took one of his courses. And I remember writing some things down and one thing that, um, that like I was into and that I was good at, it's kind of like mixing things that you're good at, things that you're passionate about, things and stuff like that. And then the thing that kept reoccurring was like art and stuff. So, um, so yeah, so I started picking up onto art and then, um, you know, I've always been interested in logo designs, even before I was, you know, my, I remember my sister and her boyfriend, they asked me to like make a logo for them, see if I could. And then, you know, <laughs> I kind of figured out that logos need to be simple and I, it really just fit my kind of style of just simplicity. I kind of prefer that over, you know, details with regards to art, visual things um, anyway. So, um, yeah, you know, studying Aaron Draplin, few years passed by or maybe like a year or two of like testing I kind of um, decided I didn't want to be focusing on that style I kind of came across um, Mike C designs bro if you listen to this shouts to you also shouts to Fraser Davidson and then every anybody else you know I came across mascot logos took Fraser's course I was like mm -hmm. okay this is fire this is like mixes perfectly with illustration so I was like yeah this is what I want to focus on for now um, and yeah that's kind of how I got into design I guess you could say cool so uh before you got into design did you have any other career path in mind um i mean yeah like when i was 14 or 13 i started cutting my own hair i remember at one point <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah because all right i'll tell you the story my mom she would always cut my hair and she never did it how i wanted man it would it'd be so annoying like so i was like okay forget it i'm just gonna do it myself and then I used to want to go to the barbershop, like a bunch of gangsters used to hang out around the barbershop. So I was like, okay, I'm not going there. So yeah, that's why I started cutting my own hair. And then years go by, I started getting good. My cousin, my friends, they were like, yo, cut my hair, you know, because I did a good job. And um, yeah, at like one point I was like, okay, so if I want to pursue this, I don't want to be barbering all day. So I'm going to have to start my own business. So yeah, that was kind of like one thing. I never really continued with that just because like some other things in my head kind of stopped me from like, okay, maybe not. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was like the first path. Yeah. It was, yeah. Do you still cut it to this day by yourself? Uh, I did. Like the only reason I stopped was because uh, when I moved to California, there's a weight on bags. I didn't want to pay too much. <laughs> so I left my, my hair clippers behind. <laughs> so cool. for this year, I've been going to a barbershop. It's like a mile up the street. So. <laughs> oh man, I can't even begin to think how I would do it myself, like the back and stuff. Yeah, yeah, two mirrors, so like a mirror in front in the bathroom uh, and then like a whole mirror behind me. Yeah, it was like a whole technique behind it. <laughs> sweet, sweet. Cool. So uh, when you were getting into design, did you start looking for any design jobs, like with agencies? Or was it? Nah, I mean, not really. I figured an agency would want some kind of college degree. Yeah. I had just made the idea in my head. It's like, yeah, I mean, just to throw it out there, I dropped out of high school after... Um, missing so many days in the 10th grade that I failed to go on to the 11th. So I was just like, okay, I'm just going to drop out. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I got my GED probably when I was 18. I think you had to be 18 to get that. So yeah, I got that. And, um, but yeah, I just didn't want to go to college. Um, you know, maybe one day for whatever, I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, I just, yeah. So that's kind of why I just started away from agencies and I just kind of wanted to do my own thing. So yeah. Wait, uh, could you elaborate a bit more on how you've, uh, got into esports and mascot design and for the people yeah. who don't know what esports is 
Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So yeah, esports is electronic sports. For me, it was based on Call of Duty. So if you guys know, um, like Black Ops One, that's when I started playing competitively. So yeah, um, you know, when I stopped playing, when I stopped drawing and stuff, that was because I got heavy into gaming. So I got like I got my first console, online multiplayer, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. Once that, that took a turn for like five years. And then after the fifth year, I was kind of like, okay, I feel like it's time for me to move on. So, um, yeah, so I had already, you know, had like maybe 300 followers on Twitter. <laughs> it was very small. But, um, yeah, they were all based around esports. So that's kind of how I found mascot logos. Like I was following people, like on Twitter, how I got started was um, there's like these retweet, um, you know, it would be like esports retweet or gamer retweet or whatever. So, what I would do with my team, we'd post up our, our gamer tags and look for um, people to practice against. So after I stopped doing that, I noticed people were posting their logos. And that's how I came across Mike C Designs and the mascot logos. So was like, okay, so I can really do this there. Um, so, yeah, what was the question again? <laughs> um, have, you, have you got into esports? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Mas- so that's mascot pretty much design. how. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so, yeah, like after, you know, playing competitively and kind of moving on, that's, you know, I've kind of came across mascot logos. So, yeah. Cool. And, and now do you just specialize in mascot design for branding? Uh, yeah, that's like my personal preference. Like I just took a project yesterday for um, like a letter mark slash symbol based project. But, um, but yeah, that for the most part, that's like my personal preference, like mascot logos. Yeah. Cool. Uh, when you got into freelance, how did you go about uh, looking for clients? So yeah, um, for me, I looked up uh, some like YouTube videos from this one guy named Roberto Blake. Shouts to him. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know Roberto, if he's gonna yeah. watch this. But that'd be yeah. crazy. But yeah, if you do, bro, if you're watching this, your videos are extremely helpful. I'm sure he already knows. But um, but yeah, so he kind of talked about a few websites that I could check out or that anybody could check out. Like um, I don't know. I can't remember any. I remember he despised Fiverr a lot, and I, I agree with him on that. But anyways, <laughs> that's another day. But um. But yeah, like there was a few websites, you know, you can go on freelancers or whatever and you can enter competitions. So I did that probably for a few weeks and I really, really did not like it. Yeah. So that was, that was before I started doing mascot logos, but yeah, I just hated competing. I felt like a lot of the times, um, the brief was just not that great. It was like, they didn't put enough information. It sucks not being able to talk to them. Or even if you do put in a message by the time they respond, the competition's over. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, man, that's really the first thing I did. I never won any until after um, I got, had already had clients for a while. I decided to do one for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So I got invited to one. But yeah, so after that, you know, like I said, I kind of took it from took it with Twitter. Like I used a portfolio or a platform that I already had some kind of traction. Like I said, like 300 followers or whatever. And then, um, so yeah, like my first logo, I guess it wasn't a client. It was more of a customer. So um, my last team was Surpass, Team Surpass. Um, so yeah, or sorry, we changed our name to Inhuman. So I had made a logo for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made it in like the Call of Duty Black Ops logo editor or whatever. <laughs> so yeah. that's it had to be simple. And then, um, so yeah, the team broke up. I was like, okay, I'm moving on. I kept the logo and the name. And then I remember I made like um, like a Twitter banner for it. So I put it together and I decided that I was just going to try to sell it on Twitter. So I think I sold it for like $40. Oh, wow. Um, the, the guy who actually bought it messaged me randomly out of the blue, maybe like three months ago. He was like, man, you really came far. But yeah, anyways, uh-huh. um, so that was like the first customer. And then my first client was all based upon that, just like retweeting, uh, getting people to retweet my stuff on Twitter. And then after that sold and then, you know, um, he kind of like shouted me out or whatever. 
but um yeah i got a bunch of retweets and stuff like that so all of that really helped the most like for getting my first set of clients so yeah do you, do you, do you remember your first uh, freelance client job apart uh, from the, the black ops logo yeah that? yeah so my first one I'm pretty sure it's on my Instagram page. So I'm going to go and look it up really quickly. Uh, <laughs> they're all on there, by the way. Anybody who wants to go look, I'm sure it'll be in the notes like my Instagram. And but, um, at Days Designs. Yeah, D-A-S-E is how you spell Days. Yep. So, yeah, my first one, my first client was... So the first one, yeah, yeah. So the first one that I actually sold was uh, for All Right Tough, Tough Guy, A-T-G. So if you guys look... It was back in June 11, 2015. So yeah, it was like the first logo. They originally came to me with the inquiry about a, a logo based on the letters ATG. So I started trying that and then I came across the idea that you could combine the letters ATG and then make a cool raging face out of it. So that's what I did. I created for that, created that for them. And again, yeah, it's on my Instagram. The quality is pretty trash, but yeah, you guys can check it out. <laughs> Sweet. Um what project are you most proud of to this day? Mm, the project I'm most proud of, I'll say logo-wise, mm, I don't know. That That's probably a hard one. I'm just going to scroll through really quickly. The project I'm most proud of. Mm, the project I'm most proud of, probably... Probably. It's really hard to say, to be honest. There's been so many awesome and fun projects, but I'd say the most proud I've been is probably for the Coopville Wolves. They're uh, like a high school out in Washington. Mm -hmm. I just posted that on my dribble because I'm, I'm way behind in my dribble. But um, yeah, so they asked for like a wolf mascot logo. I created that for them. And on, yeah, like uh, probably like two months ago, uh, the guy who hired me, I think he was the, um, the sports, the head of the sports department. He uh, like, reconnected with me on Twitter and then he showed me a picture of like the wolf's head was painted big on like the wall. So yeah, that was, yeah, that was awesome. Sweet. <laughs> it was definitely one of those. Yeah. Um, how, how long did it take to uh, create uh, a mascot, a, a rough, a rough estimate mascot logo? So yeah, man, it's, it's really hard to say, or it's really easy to say actually, let me not lie. So yeah, if I'm working for a client, you know, like I'll say hourly, it can take as little as three hours to nine hours, sometimes even 12. Um, it really depends. And that's spread out over days. But if I do like a pre-made logo and it's all based upon, you know, whatever, you know, my own personal preferences, I can do it in a day. Like it'll be done in a day and then possibly make the video for it too. Like I did that with yeah. probably a few of my <laughs> pre-made logos. So Sweet. when did you start doing that? Creating the logos, uh, the video, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, I, I first created, okay, so this was, dang, I think it was two years ago. I, this was the first time I came to LA. So we were not in LA. We we're actually in um, above LA, Santa Clarita. If you guys live in Santa Clarita, cool area, shout out to y'all. Yeah, I was up there staying in a hotel with my sister and her boyfriend. I came out here for a Ty Lopez conference in LA at the Hollywood, at a Hollywood hotel. So, we went up there. This is um, around that time. But yeah, anyways, I created this uh, Grim Reaper logo. It's probably like the, like when I made that yeah, logo, I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah that's like one of my favorite ones. Like, yeah. So anyways, yeah, I created that one and I was like, okay, I was in the hotel alone. They had went out. I think they went to, uh, they went to LA. It was like a two hour drive and I decided just to stay back 
work on some logos. So yeah, um, I decided to make a video for that one and it's still up on my YouTube channel. It's the first YouTube video on there. So yeah, that was when I started, uh, decided to make YouTube videos. So, and also uh, big shouts to, um, dang it. Oh yeah, Swerve Designs UK on, on YouTube and also Seso HQ, S-E-S-O, I'm pretty sure. Hopefully I'm not butchering those. Yeah, shouts to those two. Those are big inspirations for starting my YouTube channel. Cool. What was the reaction like when you started posting videos? Um, it was really good. Like um, before I had done that, a lot of people or quite a few people, like when I was posting them on Twitter, like, yo, you should make a video or a speed art or whatever. So like, yeah, that was like inspiration for that. So everybody really loved it. Um, I had already had a few thousand followers on Twitter at that point. So it was really easy for me to like reach a thousand subscribers on YouTube. It happened very fast. Like, I don't know. I want to say within a week, but I could be wrong um, okay. within a month or something. But, but yeah, so really, people really enjoy them a lot. Yeah. Cool. How do you go about finding clients today? Or what's, what's the biggest platform where clients contact you? So yeah, I would say the biggest, um, man, there's like three. So I would say Instagram, um, that's interesting because almost every designer on this podcast has said Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was going to say Instagram is the last for me. That's the one that's been the slowest. So in this order with uh, how popular it's been, it's usually it started off at Twitter and then my website. And then it kind of shifted from more so my website. So I have a discovery form. You send in a submission or you can just contact mm -hmm. me. But yeah, so that kind of took first place. And then Twitter took second. And then Instagram has been slowly building um, over the last two years and um, Behance is another great one. So those are like the top four for me. Cool. Uh, for any designer thinking to get into the esports or mascot, uh, design field, is it sustainable just to focus on that as a designer? Man, that's interesting. That's a great question because last season <laughs> to be 100% honest, these last two months haven't been so sustainable, mm -hmm. but that is a lot more so my fault or not my fault but that's you know because of my own actions just because i haven't been focusing on it a lot i've been focusing more on music and stuff but um it can definitely be sustainable like it's been sustainable like that's how i moved to la that's how i pay my rent that's how i pay for my food whatever no one helps me um <laughs> so yeah that you know like it can definitely be sustainable um as long as you know you really try hard like you really gotta do like you got to focus on it. Like you can't just make a logo today and expect to make yeah. a living off of it tomorrow. So you can, if you're consistent and you're good, like, you know, and you're putting yourself out there. Yeah. I would, can, cool. I would definitely say so. Yeah. So you're a full-time freelancer right now. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. What are the steps you've taken to grow uh, yourself? Like as a personal brand for days designs? Yeah, man, I feel like, um, a lot of the steps are really easy and they're really, or excuse me, they're really simple <laughs> and they're really straightforward. <laughs> so yeah, a lot of the steps is like, like, is, is like, if you pay attention to me or logo inspirations, you know what to do. You just got to do it. Um, make videos, just got to make content. You really just got to put yourself out there. Like when I say put yourself out there, you can start off by putting your work out there. That's the most important, but also put your face out there. Like the biggest people it doesn't matter if they're in graphic design, if they're in music, like I'm into the people I look up to or that I can really relate to are people who put their faces out there. Like, you know what they look like. They make tutorials, you know, their voice. Like, like I said, Ceso HQ, like he didn't put his face out there, but he put himself vocally, you know, he vocalized that he was there. So that's a huge step, like putting yourself out there. It doesn't have to be on YouTube. 
it could be a podcast if you like that. It could be Instagram. You know, Instagram is a great place considering hashtags. Um, you know, so yeah, those are some steps. Just put yourself out there on social media, put your work out there, and be consistent. Cool. Well, what are some of the obstacles you've had to go through to become a designer? Hmm. Obstacles. <laughs> I guess I haven't. I don't know. I would say I haven't had too many obstacles aside from myself. I feel like even today, I'm, I'm my biggest obstacle. I feel like a lot of people can probably probably relate if they're genuinely honest with themselves. So yeah, yeah just myself holding myself back, you know, whether it's lack of confidence, um, fear, doubt, whatever. I would say those are the biggest obstacles. Other than that, <laughs> internet played a big role, <laughs> like internet connection. But nowadays, you know, it's easy to find great internet or consistent connection, you know, granted your circumstances. So yeah, I would just say look out for your, just watch out if you're for yourself, like if you're holding yourself back. Sweet. Uh, tell us a bit more about uh, your music and how we got into that. So, um, so yeah, uh, I'll take it back real quick. Remember back in high school, I used to, um, I don't know, I was always really into music, but I really took a point where I started to get sad a lot. And then I really started to listen to a lot of music. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just being honest, like, um, like Drake, I remember my friend, like he was a pretty good rapper. His name is Telvis. I can't remember his real name. I think it's T dot, like his rapper name. But anyways, um, so yeah, like he was into rap and, um, yeah, like I was, like I was, and Drake started coming out like before he um, released it, his second album. So I, I think it was called So Far Gone or whatever. So when that was out, that was when I, when I really started getting into music, listening to Drake. I remember I would just want to stay home from school and listen to his album and his music. And like, I would just go out whenever I was out, I'd download music on my phone and just always want to listen to it. So that went along, I went, you know, that way for a long time. I got into Kid Cudi and I really started diving into that kind of music, like where I would just like drown myself in music, like, I'd be in school instead of, you know, participating in gym class, I'll just chill, listen to music. So it's been a heavy part <laughs> of my life uh, since then. And um, yeah, I remember uh, like I kind of took a break from music just because I, I was afraid of the Illuminati. I thought Drake sold his soul. <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. So I kind of gave it a break. Where did you find that out? <laughs> he said, where did I find that out? <laughs> so my friend, like he, he brought it, he, he, he um, talked about it one day and I started YouTubing that like the Illuminati and stuff. And that started to scare me. <laughs> I started like praying. <laughs> like I was really fearful. But anyways, fast forward like two years, I really got back into music. And that was when I was gaming again, like I find myself like, instead of practicing, I just wanted to listen to music and my turtle beach headphones mm -hmm. and just play free for all by myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, fast forward a few years later, this was maybe two years ago. Uh, this was when I really started to um, lose 100% focus on mascot logos, just design and art in general. Yeah. Remember I was watching like a, a video from Skrillex, like create music. He was playing the guitar. Like I feel like mm -hmm. people probably don't know before he got into EDM. And he's oh, really? Like, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he's a monster. Like, you know, um, like Ozzy Osbourne, Metallica, he can play that. Oh, like, he shreds on the guitar. So anyways, yeah, he was in like a screamo band. But <laughs> anyways, I remember I seen videos of him playing and I always thought it would be so dope to play the guitar or just make music. Yeah. That like inspired the heck out of me. Like, there's certain videos on my YouTube channel where you hear it. You can probably hear it in my voice from talking about Logic. And I made like fan arts of them. And I, I really just felt this feeling when I was talking about music that I really just wanted to explore and then just focus on it. So ever since then, I've just been trying to focus on music and creating music a lot more. So the last few years. Cool. Do you, do you play any instruments? 
No, I don't. Um, one, if I would to, I'd probably practice uh, the piano first and then mm -hmm. the guitar both at the same time. So yeah, I'm eventually we'll definitely get into those two. So yeah. Sweet. Uh, who are your favorite artists right now? Yeah. So favorite artists, there's a lot. Um, so Travis Scott, favorite artist. I love melodic, um, atmospheric music. So that's why I like his stuff. Uh, Kid Cudi a lot as well. Um, there's also Kanye West. I wasn't that big of a fan of him um, until mm -hmm. like I, I noticed or I found out that he, him and Travis Scott were kind of like, you know, they fed off each other or whatever you want to say there. Um, I'll say Post Malone is another one. I'll say Drake for sure. He's like the first like artist that I really, really, really listen to all the time. So Drake has to be on there. I'll say those are my top, top. I'm probably missing a lot like I could go Sweet. on, but I'll, I'll leave it at that. Cool. Yeah. I've, been, I've been hooked on the new song from the, the Spider-Man movie, uh, Sunflower by Post Malone. Post Malone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Does that have Ray Shrimmer in it? Uh, I think no? it's Swaley. Oh, yeah, yeah, Swaley. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, that was a good That's song. Yeah, Posty, he's a beast, man. Yeah. Red voice <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of people sleep on him. Or they used to. I don't know if they do anymore. Like, yeah. He plays the guitar <laughs> as well. I, I never knew that. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, he's cool. Sweet. So I'm just going to change gears a bit. This is called the rapid fire round. Awesome. So right. you can keep it to either one word or one sentence. Just mm -hmm. like quick fire questions. Um, where do you find your inspiration? Um, Pinterest. I'll say that. Pinterest. Cool. Sweet. What's one habit that contributes to your success? One habit that contributes to my success. Um, I'll just say consistency. So when I, the more consistent I was, the bigger my following got, the better things became. So that's been a huge part. Sweet. Name uh, one book that you could recommend to the audience and why. Oh, geez. Okay. So, <laughs> man, this might, this, this leaves graphic design world and this enters um, self-help land. So, yeah, if you're an emotional person or you have a lot of emotions or you're trying to get in touch with your emotions or who you really are, check out the book Letting Go. I don't remember the person who wrote the book, but, yeah, go to, yeah, I can't remember the uh, author, but, yeah, Letting Go, that's a huge huge book man i've been focusing on a lot the last two months and it's been a great great help like it's a really great book if you really are into that kind of thing like meditation focuses on like the sedona method by the way so yeah sweet is, is it the one by uh david r hawkins yeah yeah that's the one yeah cool mm -hmm. yeah i've read it twice now so that's a big awesome. thing i don't read books twice <laughs> awesome cool yeah. um I recommend one internet tool or app that you use every day. Man, I've been a fan of YouTube for a long time. So yeah, go to YouTube. There's tutorials for everything yeah, for, <laughs> for the most part. So yeah. Mm -hmm. um, if, it was your, if it was your last day on earth, uh, what would be your final meal? <laughs> My final meal. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's a hard question. Dude, I don't know. Like I honestly, like I eat oatmeal every day in the morning. And that's like one of my favorite meals of the day. So it probably would not be that because I'm already eating that and I love it. Um, dang, my last meal. Something that you really love to indulge in. <laughs> dang, I don't know. <laughs> hmm. Probably wouldn't be cake. 
Um, maybe, maybe chocolate ice cream, maybe, mm, dang, it'd probably be something sweet. So yeah, maybe, maybe chocolate ice cream and chocolate cake mm. and normal cake, <laughs> like vanilla cake or whatever, <laughs> or maybe, a um, like a, like a huge Oreo McFlurry. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Nice. I love those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they they do deliveries now in Melbourne. I don't know if they do they do it in America. McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they got Uber Eats um, okay. and just other stuff like that. Like I Uber Eats, Denny's, like last Saturday. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sweet. Great. Um, if you could go back in time and experience one famous event, what would it be and why? Dang. One famous event I could go back and experience. I don't know. It'd probably probably be a concert or something. I feel like that. I can't really think of any other events that I would care to experience, <laughs> just to be honest. Um, or maybe the Martin Luther King speech. I don't know. He's like his uh, personality or whatever seems very strong and empowering. So maybe that. If not that, it'd probably be a concert that uh, I had no clue about. <laughs> when I was younger, <laughs> so yeah, cool. Uh, what's one inspirational quote that you live by? That I live by, honestly, hmm, there's not too many quotes I live by. There's a lot of quotes that inspire me. Um, yeah, inspire you. If, yeah, yeah. So I'll just stay with that. Um, quotes that inspire me. So yeah, there's just one big one that I kind of picked up from Ty Lopez, who we picked up from uh, Charlie Munger, I think, or or his business partner. Um, Dang. Hold up. Let me look it up really quickly. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's like this. To get what you want, you have to deserve what you want. The world is not yet a crazy enough to place to reward a bunch of undeserving people or something like that. That was a, when I heard that, that was a really inspiring quote. So, yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah. Uh, one oh, wait. There's, hold up. One more. One more. <laughs> so, I heard Will Smith say this, and I'm pretty sure this is from Henry Ford. So, um, whether you think you can or think you can't, both are true. So it's something like that as well. Um, they're not perfect words, but yeah. Think you can, you think, yeah, you're, well, do you think you can or you think you can't? You're right, I think. Yeah, both yeah, are yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so true. Uh, one person that inspires you? One person that inspires me um, off the top, um, person that inspires me. I would say Will Smith, definitely a huge inspiring person. There's not, I can't name one. So I'm going to name a few. So anybody who wants to look up interviews and stuff like that, check out these people. So Will Smith, I'll also say Tony Robbins, Gary Vaynerchuk. I should have said him as well. He's a big help. I'm pretty sure probably a few people that listen to this know who he is. Um, so those are three. I'm going to give two more. So Gary Vaynerchuk, um, Tony Robbins, Will Smith, I would say, hmm. I think you mentioned Vin Diesel one thing we were chatting. Who? Vin Diesel. Oh yeah. Yeah. Vin Diesel. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot that story, but yeah, yeah. Him too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The rock too. Like <laughs> I could go on for days, man. <laughs> so many. I'll leave it at that though. So their yeah. work ethics are insane. They just get it done. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Cool. That was an awesome round. Uh, just going to go back to some final questions before we wrap up. What's your definition of design? Jeez. Um, I would say my definition of an actual design is something that um, I want to say that looks good, like, but it works. So mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people who are getting into design, quote unquote, 
forget that or it's not something they focus on. It depends who they look up to, especially people who are looking to get into mascot logos. Um, you got to really got to make sure that it works. Like if you go on the freeway the next time with your parents, like when you see a sign, a stop sign or, you know, some simple like stick figure, that's, that's a design. Like they made it a stick figure for a reason. So everybody can understand what it is. Like it may not be the prettiest, it might not win any awards, but that's, that's proper design for you guys. Mm -hmm. So. Cool. Um, to any designers who are getting into freelance, what would your advice be to them? Yeah, um, my advice would be um, be consistent and just do it. You know, like you're going to be afraid of like doing things wrong. If you can get over that fear and then just, you know, create consistently and put yourself out there, that would be my advice. Mm -hmm. How should they approach clients uh, if they're in the esports field? Um, how do they respond um, to them? How should they approach, like go about getting clients? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I would say go about getting esports clients. Um, I would say it depends what your situation is like, how hungry you are, you know. Um, if your life depends on it, then act like your life is dependent on it. You know, put yourself out there. Any chance you get, you should be directly reaching out to people, whether they know who you are or not. If you're mm -hmm. not that <laughs> eager and you simply want to just build things and mm -hmm. you know let it unfold as it does, you know, just put yourself out there. Um, and like, I remember I read, um, Aaron Draplin's book shouts to him, but yeah, I can't remember the name of it. Um, but yeah, so I read his book and he talks about, you know, just putting your stuff out there and, um, yeah. And people will come if it's good enough, you know, if the work's good and just put your stuff cool. out there. Sweet. Yeah. Um, what's in store for the future for Derek? So yeah, in the store for the future for me, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd say a lot of personal growth. That's what I've been focusing on a lot lately. Like every morning, just trying to make that a habit, just meditating, reading, stuff like that. Um, other than that, I would say music and then just really um, being who I am, just, you know, figuring out and focusing on who I am, what I really want to focus on, and then just going all in on that. So whatever that would be, for the most part, music is in my mind and then self-development. So I'd say those two. Oh, what's the best place where people can connect with you and find your work and music as well? So, yeah, I would say um, Instagram is probably the best place. Um, I'll say that Twitter as well. And then, um, yeah, I'll just say those two because I'm the most active on there. Like if you send me a message on Twitter, I might respond with a video response. Same thing on Instagram. I like doing those. Um, so, yeah, those two for sure. Instagram and then Twitter second. That's uh, Days Designs, D-A-S-E-D-E-S-I-G-N-S -E 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 on both of those. Cool. Uh, well, where can they find your music? So yeah, my music, um, you can also find it on my Instagram, but uh, I usually share it in my stories. Um, so yeah, check out my stories on there for that. And music-wise, for the main part, um, you can check out my SoundCloud. So I'm going to go to my SoundCloud really quickly. So yeah, that's Back in the Days. So B-A-C-K-I-N. That was a cool name. D-A-S-E. So yeah, back, back in the day. In the days. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you, Derek. Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. And I have to say you're one of the best esports and mascot logo designers out there. Thank you, man. You know, I really, really appreciate it. Appreciate you for having me on the podcast. And it's been really, really fun. So yeah, I appreciate Cheers. it. Chat soon, man. Sounds good. Thank you for listening to this episode of Creatives Radio. It would mean so much if you could take a few seconds of your time to head to Apple iTunes and leave us a review. Thanks, guys. Oh.